Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Now, I didn't set up and told y'all that I was not going to put out an episode this week in honor of my birthday, in honor of Beyonce's birthday, in honor of all of the Virgos' birthday, okay? It's Virgo season, baby. I said I wasn't putting out an episode. I said that I might, I might come back to y'all with a little interview that I'm trying to really, really get. I got it. It's at the end of this episode. I think y'all will love it. And I, I don't know what it is. I just cannot stay away. The shows were so good this week that I just had to get on here and jaw jack. I had to run my mouth about the shows. I talk about everything from the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion and the delusion that was on display and the lying that was on display. I talk about Jenna Lyons over in New York and why I'm in favor of her flying first class. I talk about OC, the newest episode, and how Shannon Bedore really tries my life and how Emily Simpson is winning. And if she doesn't get a first seat at that reunion, then I know something is staged. But then I talk about how much I loved that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City first episode season four is going to be fantastic i'm super happy about it and i've never been happy about salt lake city so that tells you a lot my girl mary cosby is back it's a good time i end this episode with an interview from my absolute favorite from season five of love island usa i ended with destiny i finally got to talk to her she only had a really quick second she was traveling but she still made time for me and i appreciated it so much she was the sweetest person and she spilled all the tea you'll love this interview before you get into this episode drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review you know we love those it's your new episode of reality and comics too let's do it right you're listening to reality and comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted tv and film i'm kendrick but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek you want some hot takes about the real housewives or love island or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the marvel cinematic universe or hbo's white lotus or euphoria well you're in the right place grab a cocktail sit back and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me I 
know what it is, but I seriously struggle sometimes with like taking a break from podcasting. I've told y'all before, like, I don't know what it is. It's this internal feeling that if I take too much time off, y'all are going to find another podcast and y'all going to leave me. And then I start panicking. I'm like, oh, Lord, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? Oh, Lord, they hate me. What are they doing? Ah, uh, ah. But in my defense, I did promise y'all I might drop like a kind of special little bonus episode this week. And that's what I'm doing. I had the chance to talk to Destiny from this season of Love Island USA. And y'all know I love me some Destiny. I was the president of the Destiny fan club, okay? We love us some destiny. I got a little chance. It wasn't very long. I had about 15 minutes that I got to talk with her. She was traveling, but she still took the time to talk to me. So that's going to be at the end of this episode. So I want y'all to make sure y'all stick around. Listen to that. It's a great interview. We touch on the things, okay? Before I get there, though, let me tell you, we are, we're in a good space with Bravo now. Everything that came on this week, like literally all cylinders are being fired. And I love that for me. Well, I mean, for for us. But I love that for me mostly because it was my birthday week. And I deserve to have good housewives, okay? Ooh, let me tell you, okay. I've done so much eating this past week. It's been ridiculous. I mean, I, one side of my family took me out for oxtails. The other side of my family went to a steakhouse called Fleming's. I love me some Fleming's, okay? I got my macaroni. They gave me free dessert. You know, all kinds of good things. Uh, my, Me and my friends, they had me drunk all Saturday. Uh, 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 my sisters had me all drunk on my actual birthday Tuesday. It's been a good time, okay? And y'all been showing me so much love. I love each and every one of y'all. So you know what? I'm glad I got on here just to run my mouth, just to jaw jack a little bit, as my mama says. She said, you don't do nothing but jaw jack. Okay, well, and so the fuck. So I want to get on here. I want to talk about the shows. I'm, it's not going to be a long episode. I, I, listen, I said it every time, but then why I'm talking for two hours. I'm going to stop myself, okay? Because I, I got to go back to work tomorrow, and I'm like... Whew, I'm dreading. I only got to work two days this week, literally, Thursday and Friday. But still, I'm like, Lord Jesus, Lord, don't do it to me. I can't go. I don't want to show up, Lord. The people been texting. The people been calling. I've been ignoring everybody. Because why is y'all reaching out to me when I'm working? That's another point, though. Anyway, let me tell y'all something. All the shows this week, good as hell. I mean, everything from the uh, Atlanta reunion to the newest episode of Roni, New York to the new OC, to especially that Salt Lake City premiere. Now, y'all know, if ain't nobody hard on Salt Lake City, I am hard on Salt Lake City. But when I get to that, I'm actually looking forward to talking about that most because that that was a good-ass premiere. I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. But first, why don't we start with the beginning of the week and go on? So let's start with the Atlanta reunion, which uh, tens, tens, pure mess, props everything it was it was it felt like a classic atlanta reunion and i loved it might be an unpopular opinion i don't know you know i don't read the fodder okay me and fodder don't get along but let's get into it if i told you once i told you twice in the word of look him okay sheree got to be the most delusional person on television truly like i there's no other way to describe it i don't i you know what it's almost impressive how delusional Sheree chooses to live her life. Honestly, I can't imagine putting that much work into some pamphlets. Do you got to take your, you got to get your ass up and go to Kinko's. You got to pull all the reviews. 
You got to find every nasty negative thing ever said about Candy on the internet, which ain't much because Candy does what the fuck she does. You got to do all of this, but you couldn't put that much energy into She by Sheree. Sheree showed up to this reunion with pamphlets, or as Drew said, pamphlets. Child, Drew. <laughs> Drew, please. I just, Drew, I'm getting to you in a little bit, but Sheree, the, the Lou, I, I just, I literally, I can't. For them to be like, Oh, well, Candy didn't make this show a priority. She wasn't around much, this and that. Y'all show had the most smoke for her. Like, everybody had something to say about Candy. Drew had a piece. Marlo had a piece. Well, Marlo was trying to suck up. Uh, Sheree had a piece. Sonya had a piece. And Sonya didn't even say that damn much, okay? She was just thorough, looking good with her pregnancy, okay? Glowing, just glowing. Over there glowing, just glowing, just glowing. She was looking good. So, I'm, I'm here for it. Sheree... I can't get over you. Now, okay, let me say this. Sheree, you was funny as hell. I, this whole reunion was funny as hell. I'm going to admit that. I'm going to say all of that. Y'all were funny as hell, but I've never seen... Delu let me tell you something. Audacity and delusion must be a uh, BOGO <laughs> at Payless or Dillard's, Macy's, somewhere, because y'all had it in spades at this reunion. When Sheree was trying to deny... Ever having a nose job? I'm so I was Kenya literally when Kenya said Sheree. <laughs> Listen, that was all Kenya needed to say to me. Kenya said Sheree. Drew said, "Girl." Everybody knew that was a damn lie. Everybody except Sheree. Apparently, maybe the doctor put her under and didn't tell her he gave her a nose job. Maybe she went in. I don't know for. Maybe she went to Dr. Heavenly to get a molar fixed or get a damn, uh, I don't know, get a crown on a tooth or, you know, get a gold. Maybe it was back in the day, got a gold tooth in. I don't know. She did something free. You know, you know, they used to get the gold teeth for Freak Nick. So maybe she went to Freak Nick, got a gold tooth. But then Dr. Heavenly gave her, uh, <laughs> gave her a BBL and a new nose at the same time. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to reach out to Dr. Heavenly to see what she say, and I'll follow up with y'all. That was, that this, <laughs> Sheree, I can't. Now, don't get me wrong. I want a hard copy of the She News, okay? That was I, that was the funniest thing in the world to me. But Candy, Candy wasn't going. Candy was eating y'all asses up too. Y'all were going back and forth, and that shit was funny as hell to me. Candy said you had all the shots in your face. Uh, yeah. Candy, I mean, Sheree was in that damn confessional looking swole like Mark Henry. Not me, okay. I keep showing my age on this podcast. Let me stop doing that. I'm a whole age uh, more now. I'm 34. I don't want to say that shit, but, you know, I'm going to still say it until I get to 35. Once y'all try to make me 36, you'll never know my age again. So I'm going to keep saying it right now. I'm going to reclaim it. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my birth, okay? But after that, after when y'all try to get to 36, I'm not saying it no more. But I'm 34. It, it, it's never been this much... Whew, this much delusion before I, I kind of, you know what? I'm kind of here for it, honestly. It's it's a lot. Kenya. Now, y'all know Kenya has been on the internet. She's been going in on the production company. Production been getting back at her ass. They sick of Kenya. Kenya's sick of them. I don't know. I don't know if Kenya going to be back on the show next season. This is a lot, okay? But uh, <laughs> Kenya bringing up the fact that Marlo had apparently reached out to her ex-husband, well, child, or still her husband, because them folk been getting divorced for seven years now. And child, I got I got a master's degree before Kenya got divorced. I got a, a damn a bachelor and a master's in the time that it's taking Kenya to get a divorce. Now, 
that divorce, I'm sure it costs more than my damn student loans, but I got a whole lot of goddamn student loans, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Can you figure that shit out? If all this fails, call Phaedra. Now, she, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Phaedra go fuck you out your money. So you need to know that ahead of time. You you go have to, you got to be okay with some losses if you call Phaedra. You can keep the house, but you gonna have to get a business away. Like that's some shit Phaedra do. So you gotta you gotta really watch Phaedra, okay? Phaedra will she'll let you keep Brooklyn, <laughs> but you can't wear wigs no more. Like them the kind of, that's the kind of arrangements Phaedra makes. So I don't know if that's the best deal, but if it'll get you out there marriage, like you say, just pay and make it go away. Kenya hates Marlo, and it is kind of hilarious to me, honestly, because Marlo, nine times out of ten, she really is trying to make it work with these girls, but then she do something dumb, like go behind their back and talk real bad about all of them, but she sometimes, she really tries to make it work with them, but they do not like Marlo because Marlo has bit them in the ass way too many times, and if Kenya's known this whole time that this lady reached out to Mark, she subpoenaed the phone records. She knows that Marlo reached out to Mark to get some dirt on her. Then, I mean, that, that relationship's done, Marlo. I'm sorry. At this point, you might as well try to be uh, Kenya's number one arch enemy. Now, will you be back next season? I don't know. I don't know. Will you be back? I don't know. I think, okay, you know they. You know what we, we talked recently on, I think, the most recent episode. I talked about the reboot rumors. Listen, if... Damn it, I mean if. If this reboot is a thing, I say keep Kenya and Candy and Drew, the left side of the cat, and I say get rid of everybody else. Now, Sheree, I know Sheree is an OG. Sheree killed me at this damn reunion. But Sheree, I'm going to talk about OC in a minute. Sheree does the same shit that Shannon Bador does. And I don't think, at a certain point, being on a reality TV show and being this comfortable with lying and hiding so many parts of your life should be a crime. That's just my opinion about it. I don't know about anybody else. I'm just telling you, I want to know what happens like with Drew and uh, Ralph's divorce, if they reconcile, which honestly could be a possibility with them. If they reconcile, if they don't, if it gets nasty and contentious, I kind of want to be there to see what all happens. Uh, Candy always has something going on in life And I think Candy is the most aspirational Of every woman sitting on that stage And I think that Candy being on the show Is a great thing and I think Candy is Atlanta At this point so I wouldn't get rid of Candy either Plus her relationship with Bravo is amazing Dr uh, Kenya Would love for Kenya to come back I think Kenya When she has the right people around her Kenya is needed on Atlanta Because she can be the most activated Of everybody else I think the last time we truly saw a fully activated Kenya was when she brought that damn cookie lady. <laughs> I think that was Eva's last season, but I love with the virtual reunion. I love that season so much and I'm not go. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I do. I love that season. I want that back. I would love for Eva to come back, but I'm, you know what? I've already casted this show. I'm not going to do that no more. Let me just move on. Um, Drew, Drew, you be lying a lot, <laughs> and we know it. You be, you do a whole, I mean, ho, 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 a lot of lying, and I love that the editors, literally every time you say, I don't lie, they literally put up you lying on that damn show, a whole compilation, very much needed. Drew, you be lying, but you very entertaining to me, okay? And when you told Courtney, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, I said, I know that's right. I know that's right, Drew. Drew got net ass, and Courtney needed to be, because Courtney had a lot of balls, a lot of gumption, 
and a lot of, uh, what's our word? A lot of unmitigated gall. She had a lot of things, okay, at that reunion. And her titties was real stuffed up in that dress. Did y'all see that? It was all on when they noticed. I, it looked like Courtney couldn't breathe a little bit. That dress was nice, though. She looked it good, but I don't know. <laughs> she looked good, but yeah, it was, it was giving suffocation. Anyway. I've talked about this reunion online enough. So let me move on. I want to just talk, touch on one thing about uh, Roni, and then I'll get over into OC and Salt Lake City. So the big thing that happened over in New York, Aaron cannot be trusted, and I kind of love it, okay? <laughs> Aaron said, oh, you going to tell me a secret? Bitch, I'm going to tell everybody else. And you know what? That makes for good reality TV. So I'm glad that you can't hold water, Aaron. Aaron took her ass over there. Jenna Lyons had had yet another surgery. Y'all know she has a condition where something with the skin and something with the teeth and something with the hair. I don't know what it's called. I just know them the three things that are mainly affected, okay? Um, she went over there, made her some kind of nasty-ass soup. I don't know. I don't know what it was when she said it. I'm like, oh, bring me some potato soup, bitch. Like, bring me some broccoli and cheddar. Like, bring me some chicken tortilla soup. Don't bring me no... What she said, pumpkin squash or some, some kind of nasty shit she brought that girl. I don't know. Maybe it was in season, but I don't know. It. You know what? It, it was probably some soup that it looked like they cast eat. That's all I'm going to say. That's the kind of shit they like to fuck with, but I don't know. Not me. Anyway, the main thing I want to touch on during this conversation, Aaron and Jenna are talking, and Jenna is telling her, well, you know, we're going to go down to, child, I don't even know where the fuck they went, but she's like, you know, we're going to go down to here, and we, was it Mexico? I don't know, they're going somewhere, child. I'm just saying Mexico, because uh, I think <laughs> the OCY is in Mexico, so damn it, New York will be in Mexico, too, the fuck. Um, she was like, oh, well, you know, we're going down there. I'm going to go a couple days early because, you know, my skin, all of that. So I want to tan a little bit so it doesn't, you know, I, I have a little confidence to be around the other girls in, you know, bikinis and all this kind of stuff. And it'll be good. But then she kind of slipped in. She said, well, beach, the real reason is I found out that I could fly business class and first class without having to get in coach with you broke holes. And so, you know what? I I stand, okay? Honestly, I get it. Let me tell y'all something. I've told y'all many a times. Y'all know me. like Y'all know me better than y'all probably know some of y'all family members at this point because I put it all out there. I am somewhat of a picky traveler. I've said this before. I'll say it a million more times. I'm a picky traveler. I've gotten to the age now. And my cut, you know what? We all... Me and a couple of cousins, we all work in hospitality, like corporate hospitality. So we get the, the good rates and all the kind of stuff. And we like to stay at the nicer hotels. It's just one of the perks of like the job that we do. Everybody has their perks of their job. That's ours. So when we travel, we t tend to, you know, we want to stay at one of the luxury hotels if it's available. We like to get cars. If we got to do like, you know, uh, like for the con, we're going to a Beyonce concert at the end of the uh, month. We'll do like a car service because like it's a whole thing. It's an experience. We want to do like, you know, the thing. So that's just what it is. I feel like the older you get, people have their like non-negotiables. I like to be in my own space. I don't like to, you know, sometimes you do an Airbnb and it's like, oh, well, this has this many rooms. So maybe you two people are shack up. And I'll say, no, I like my damn thermostat turned down to six because I like it freezing in there, okay? Six or bust. But then I like a whole lot of thick-ass blankets and get up under them because then I be feeling real good, okay? But that's besides the point. 
you get certain non-negotiables when you reach a certain age. Jenna Lyons, as long as she's had this career, as storied as her story is, as everything, damn it, I'm just making excuses at this point. I, Jenna, don't apologize. If you don't want to refer, what Jenna said was, I'm not flying with you broke hoes, okay? Y'all might be riding Spirit. I'm doing Delta, okay? Y'all might want to go on Southwest where you got to put your purse down and be like, I'm sitting right here. I know this ain't no sign C. I'm going to put my purse right here. Bitch, don't steal my purse. I'll be right back, okay? And she don't want to do that, okay? She ain't got time for that. What they call it on Spirit, they call it the big seats. See, that's... that's Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like that. I want to sit in first class. I don't want the big seat. Okay. The big seat. I can see the big seat from my seat. Okay. I don't want to. Mm-mm. I don't like that. So if Jenna says that, then that's okay. She ain't got to fly spirit. She ain't got to fly Southwest. She can fly American and above, okay? Maybe a little piece of United if she feel like getting, you know, you, you know, you gotta, you might have to fight a bitch on United, you know that that uh <laughs> them uh flight attendants a few years ago they was knocking motherfuckers out, so y'all better be careful flying United, okay? I'm Delta and American, I don't fly nobody else, child. I don't be having time for that kind of good bullshit. All that to say, Jenna, they really kind of bullied you at the end of that episode, but you handled it well. And now I want to be clear about something else too. The girls are giving us a good show. I don't want people to start like openly like hating people for such small things. Like I've seen a lot of people like hating side because, oh my God, why are you always so hungry? Why do you about food? Bitch, if I go somewhere and there ain't no goddamn food, what the hell you invite me for? That'll make me damn annoyed too. And then the things I, I'm sorry, I'm team side when it comes to this food because everywhere they go, they caviar over here and oh we've got cucumber over there get you a cucumber slice and some ranch no thank you bitch where the rotel where the hot wings where the meatballs where the chicken salad like where is the stuff here i need something i can put on my stomach y'all gonna have me filming all these damn times y'all be late y'all don't want to come I, mm, 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 mm. see I, I didn't fuck around and got mad now i'm i'm sick of this no no no, no, no. Jenna Lyons, I'm on your team. In me, you can trust. <laughs> but I love everybody. I don't hate anybody on this show. I actually quite like this cast. I think they get along well. I think they're, this is a great cast to build on. Like they are the, how do I say it? They're a great cast to build on because you can tell that like they don't really have a lot of exposure to like the limelight, but you can tell some of them might at some point get a little bit of a, a big head and it might give us some interesting dynamics in the future season. So I'm here for it. Love Roni. Love Atlanta. Sunday was a good ass night. Child. Then I went over to Jocelyn's cabaret and you know, I, you know, I keep some mess on Sundays. Went over to big brother. You know, I, me and mess, we get along. Okay. And, that's just how we do. Let's go over to OC right quick, and then I'll finally touch on Salt Lake City. <laughs> once again, if I told you once, I told you twice. In the words of Lil' Kim, Emily Simpson, she's a top-tier housewife, I fear. She's carrying, I fear. I, it, it, Emily is doing it for me. I'm sorry. My, Emily deserves center. I was about to say center peach. What the hell they carry over there? She deserves center orange, okay? Put a, a, a mimosa in her hand. Put a little orange juice in there. She deserves She's front. Heather can be over there way on the side. Shannon can be over there way on the side. Tamara keeps up a lot of mess. You know I like that. So she can be in the center with uh, Emily. 
uh, move Jen inside because Jen and her relationship keeps me tickled too. Uh, Gina could be by Emily. That's fine. And that's how I need to be because Emily is, I'm sorry, she's doing it for me. I'm liking it. She's doing it. Emily might, listen, Emily is the reason why I tune into OC now. And whoo, that, that's high praise because I ain't really just like tuned in, tuned in to OC since really making King Edmund season. Like, you know, I watch, but like, I don't watch, watch. You know, like I watch, but I don't watch, watch. But like Emily, you know, she's taking notes. She's figured it out. She knows how to be a housewife. She's got it. She's got it. This episode at uh, Heather's HDTV, what's it called? HD Network, whatever she keeps saying. Not the own network, child. She said, that's Oprah. No, HD. This time when Emily was drunk as a skunk and she was telling uh, Heather everything that was on her mind, I kind of live because, listen, Heather, I'm tired of, I don't understand why people will let Heather DeBrow sit up here in every like other episode have a new business, but for some reason it's such a big it's such a big problem when Candy does it. I don't know. I just I don't get it. I feel like if it's genuine to your story and your real life and you really are this like big entrepreneur and you can do it, I don't know why we wouldn't want to see that. We I love the affluence. I love the starting from the bottom now we're here. I love to see it. Now Heather damn sure will never no bottom, but I'll let her pretend to be, but Candy, however, Candy does what Candy needs to do. So I'm here for all of that. Shannon got big nerve. This last scene where they're at the dinner in Mexico, who Shannon, you, you kind of, you know, you, you told your draws with me a long time ago. I'm going to be real. You told your draws with me a quite some time ago. And... I just, I don't know, Shannon, you come across so hypocritical to me a lot of the times. You never want to take accountability for anything that you do, but you always like to try to liken your situation to somebody else's so that you get to play the victim again. And y'all know nothing on reality TV annoys me more than a perpetual victim. I'm going to let you be the victim twice. After that, third, that when that third time comes around, uh-uh, get her off my TV. I hate her. You gotta go. I'm sorry. It's not a. It, when it gets to a point where you think it's always somebody else, it's you, baby. It's you. It's you, Shannon. And finding out that you and John Jansen might be back together—that's the most disheartening news I've ever heard. I'm ready for this reunion because I need some answers. They're weird. Things are weird. People are weird. I just, uh, I don't know. This this last dinner, where Shannon tried to like liken. Her refusing to share anything about her relationship, her whole relationship, trying to paint a picture on camera, but then it's an entirely different thing offline. Doing that and trying to compare it to Heather not yet telling the girls that she had sold her house. Now, I get it. I would have wanted to know that too, not from the press. I would have wanted to know from my friend. But damn, the girl signed an NDA. Like When I say I signed an NDA for something, that's why I couldn't tell you. Case closed. Don't ask me shit else. I told you. I couldn't tell you. But let me tell you the details now that it's done. That's all the conversation that needs to be had. The fact that Shannon really tried to sit at the end of the table and be like, oh, I don't know. I just feel like some of us have to, you know, reveal everything that's going on in our lives. But then other people can keep secrets. Are you comparing real estate? Really? 
real estate to the uh, all the terrible things you keep calling these people and telling them about your relationship at night. After midnight, they didn't put the kids to bed. They're trying to watch uh, Street Legal on Tubi. <laughs> They're trying to watch One Piece on Netflix. Like those, Them two entirely different things. They go to show y'all I literally watch everything on TV. Because why the hell I'm going back and forth between Street Legal on Tubi and One Piece on Netflix, child? That's me, though. Hi, your mama's favorite black geek. Here I am. Here I am. But anyway... That ending of the episode annoyed the hell out of me because Shannon works every piece of my nerves. And y'all have always known that. I hate a stormer outer. I hate people that can't finish conversations. And Shannon is a queen of storming out because she, ooh, I, them t ooh, I just, whatever. What the hell ever? Whatever. I don't care. Shannon, do whatever the hell you want to do. Uh, I did think it was funny as hell, though, that on Watch What Happens Live, you know, on the episode, uh, Emily made it a point to say, well, Heather, you told me that she, you were in Shannon's room and Shannon was talking crap about me, but then you wouldn't say what she said. And Heather's like, I never said that. I didn't say that. But then Gina on Watch Them Live well, on the episode was like, well, I thought she said Tamara, but she definitely said something along those lines. And Emily was like, look, she might have said that, but all I know is that when she said somebody was talking shit about me, I just assumed it was Shannon. So that's who the hell I name I put in there. I know that's right, Emily. Don't let them change the point, okay? It might not have been Shannon, but somebody was talking shit and Heather wouldn't tell you who was talking shit about you, okay? That ain't a friend. Because I would have came to you, I would have said, girl, she said you shaped like a... <laughs> let me not do this, okay? Emily looked good on Watch Your Hammers Live, too. I know that's right, Emily. You better... She says she goes to the gym seven days a week. I wish I had that kind of uh, tolerance and that kind of, uh, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Dedication. That's it. I wish I had that because I do not. I'm so content with being shaped like a blimp that I just, I don't know. Maybe one day. I just can't see it for me right now. <laughs> I just don't see it in my future, I fear. Until oxtails stop tasting good, I think. I think I'm okay until, uh, you know, I, I ain't supposed to be having no damn desserts, but you know, every now and then I like me a little piece of dessert until milkshakes stop milkshaking until they stop bringing the boys to the yard. I just, you know, I, I, I might have to have one or two. I, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. It just is what it is. Anyway, I didn't beat this dead horse. Let me go over to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is the best it's been in God knows how long okay and let me tell you why <coughs> there are a couple reasons why salt lake city is the best it's ever been the number one reason is salt lake city i've told y'all this many times before it's never felt like a light watch to me it always feels super dark and i don't know i hate because i don't want to sound offensive but like i don't know if it's the whole like mormon church looming in the background or if it was the fed probably the federal charges that were you know looming over the cast for so long too the scamming all of this everything just felt i don't know everything was it, it was dark it was it wasn't i don't know it, it it wasn't a good time for me i always watched out of obligation and then when mary cosby left i was like oh no what we do like what's What's really going on? Cause this is this a lot. Like we had Jenny, the 
You know what? I'm not going to bring Jenny. <laughs> I'm not bringing Jenny up on this damn podcast. But for the first time ever, this show is light and humorous. And it feels like the other like successful housewives shows. We got a, a, a great newbie in Monica, who I'll touch on in a little bit. Mary Cosby is back in a friend of role. And she's really, really, really funny still. Mary, at least three times in this episode, had me grab my stomach and cackle, cackle. It was a cacophony of sounds coming out of my throat. I was caterwauling at Mary M. Cosby, okay? All of that. Those two, well, three things really, really made this premiere feel unlike anything that's gone on in Salt Lake City before. And I love the fact that we're having arguments about bathtubs. Bathtubs. Yes, you heard the right bathtubs. Whether or not people bathing with their spouses, if your your tub clean or not, if it's porcelain or you got a <laughs> if you ain't got no tub, you just got a shower. Like they they arguing about a whole lot of shit and it is truly tickling me, okay? It is tickling me. Let me start with Mary. Mary you made me laugh so much in this episode. When that girl, when Monica, the new girl, asked, who all here is Red Heather's book? And it pans around the room and ain't nobody raise their hand. And then Mary just softly looked over and she said, ain't nobody reading that book. <laughs> Mary is funny. Mary brought Heather over there for the sole purpose of telling her, you know you a Jen Shaw's bitch, right? And now she gone. How you feel? Well, damn, you know how I feel if I was her bitch. You know how I feel? Damn. Mary, Mary just says whatever the hell she wants to. Mary sent Lisa Barlow a damn text message. Oh, my side was hurting. Now, y'all remember, Mary sent... <laughs> Mary sent Whitney back in season two, so two years ago, sent her a text message eviscerating her ass. And now she's done the same to Lisa Barlow. She Lisa Barlow said, I haven't talked to Mary since she sent me a nasty text message uh, when the last time she was around a group. Mary told her, girl, you are the biggest idiot. You're a black widow. You are the biggest liar in Utah. You'll kill people with that nasty tequila. You remind me of a witch. You're an evil person. You're not interesting. You are a horrible human being. I know the fuck that's right. Now, look, I like Lisa Barlow. I don't stand Lisa Barlow like the rest of y'all. I like Lisa Barlow, but that was some funny shit. Mary, and then when, all, when them people asked her, how do you feel about seeing Lisa? Oh, I really like seeing Lisa. I loved her coat. Mary, please, please, Mary. I love it. Please keep doing it. This is the laughs that I need this season. I'm here for all of it. She even gave Whitney a hug. And child, you know Mary do not fool no damn Whitney. I'm, I'm looking forward to they sit down too. Where she said bobblehead. I'm looking forward to all of that, okay? The new addition, Monica. Now look. It is hard as hell to truly gag me while watching a reality TV show nowadays. Because, you know, reality TV, especially with an ensemble cast, 
everything is really formulaic now. It's all branch offs from the Real Housewives. So, you know, you had your basketball wives, your mob wives, your baller wives. Uh, uh, you got the wags. You know, you you know what reality TV is. You know how it's going to be formulated. You know, you just know what it is. You just tune in. I hope you'll get some really good laughs and some good arguments at the table, some good reads, maybe a little bit of shade. That's all you really can hope for. To truly gag me is a hard feat. When that girl, <laughs> when that lady looked in that damn camera and she said out loud, this is how I became a witness with the federal government in Jen Shaw's trial. If I didn't gasp on my damn sofa where I sat, I know that's right, Monica. Now, see, y'all been telling Meredith she called the police on Jen Shaw all these years when it was her damn, the person working right under her. Monica said, I called my friend because Jen Shaw trying to get me to invest in uh, cryptocurrency. Well, she ain't said cryptocurrency, but y'all scamming too. Uh, anyway, she said, I uh, called my friend. He worked at a, as a federal agent. He said, don't do it, bitch. Don't do it. So I didn't do it. Child, two, she, she said months later, them folk was knocking on Jen Shaw's door. I know that's right. Monica, you bet. So listen, if y'all don't know what this means, this means that the newest housewife literally clear. This, this is kind of, you know, I don't use that iconic word too lightly. This is kind of iconic behavior. To free up a job on a show you want to join and then successfully join it. I, you ate, sis. Oh, oh you did that. I can't, I, I can't hate on it. You, you kind of ate that up. You did that. <laughs> now what else is going on? Cause you, you did that. That shocks me. You literally said, you know what? I want to be on the Real Housewives uh, of Salt Lake City. Who can I replace? Let me see. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, let me see. What about Mary? Well, now nah, she, she gone. She quit the show. So she not really of import. Let me see. Uh, Meredith. No, nah, she got the stroke mouth and that's how she be talking. So I she going through a lot already. I'm not going to take her stuff. Lisa Barlow, no, nah, she be singing and, and I ain't got time to sit through them uh, tired-ass concerts. I'm not going to do that. Whitney, Whitney would be a good one. She got that husband. No, he got a little bit of money, but she about to spin all his shit up, and I'm sure they went to watch the play out. So, no, not her either. Let me see. You know what? That criminal-ass girl used to work with Jan Shaw. Let me go ahead and take her down. I know that's right. I'm here for it. I, I, iconic behavior. I'm, I, I have no choice but to stand, I fear. I'm sorry. Monica, I'm here for it. Salt Lake City, firing on all cylinders, man. You know what? I'm turning a little leaf with everybody. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest, okay? I'm trying to give Whitney a fair chance. Y'all know Whitney irks me to my soul. I don't know what it is about Whitney. I just, every time she comes on my screen, ooh, unless Mary Cosby reading her from head to toe, I'm not interested, but I'm trying I'm trying to give her a little grace. Y'all know I like Heather and her villain era, so hopefully she keeps on villaining. But listen, Heather's stunned on y'all ass. Heather got a best a New York bestseller. Heather got a new house. Heather got a new location for that uh beauty lab and laser. Heather said, look, y'all might not like me, but my bank account do the fuck. I know that's right, Heather. I'm with you. I'm hanging out with you, sis. What you want to do on the weekend? What you want to do? Run the fool around number two. Do the do the do. I know that's right. Congratulations, though. That, that's I, was, I said all that to say. Congratulations to Angie K. Because literally not... There are what... I want to say... I, I know I'm missing somebody, but... Brandy Glanville was the first. I think Sudden Strat was the second. 
I think Marlo Hampton was the third. But other than them, I don't think anyone... Y'all please fact check me on this because I definitely could be lying. I don't think anyone else has actually gone from friend to housewife. And she successfully did it. You won, sis. You won. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of here for it. So I'm give you a chance. You was eating that. You had that, uh, I think it was Fendi. I don't know what kind of outfit. It was monogram, but you looked real nice in the scenes. Now get Britney Spears back that, uh, that hit me baby one more time. Not hit me, but what was it? Uh, not a, I'm a slave for you. Whatever she had that black, not that red leather suit on, get her that shit back because yours look cheap as fuck. I don't like that. But congratulations on being a housewife, okay? I'm looking forward to more bathtub arguments. I love the fact that Heather said I couldn't tell if Meredith was just giving me a laugh or she really mad about this bathtub. Girl, me neither, but that was kind of a part of the fun, hell. Now, I do have a little tea for y'all, okay? From what I hear... I talked to somebody, you know, on the, the other side of things. From what I hear, they saying they're about to go on a trip. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. DeGuerre's is telling me that they're about to go on a trip to Palm Springs. And they say that this is probably one of the best cast trips of the housewives that we've seen. And you know what? With this cast, I might believe it. I don't know what's supposed to happen. I know that the, the whole Heather... Uh, freaking out on production thing happens in Bermuda, so it's not their trip. But whatever happens in Palm Springs, I'm one Mary Cosby better be in tow because I need to laugh. But I'm ready to see it. They said last about three episodes, I think. Going to Palm Springs, they getting into it. So let's all tune in and we'll watch this shit together because I'm here for it. I fear y'all. I have talked enough. I didn't plan on talking this damn well. You see, every time. I always say I'm going to do a mini episode and then my ass get on here and talk for 40 minutes. Lord, y'all, let me throw it over to this uh, interview I did with Destiny. Now, I told y'all before, I had the privilege of talking to her. She made time for me. She literally had just got done traveling. She said, oh, my God, let me try to hurry up and get ready. I know you want to use the video for promo. Let me hurry up, throw something on. I'm traveling. I just arrived. And she literally had like a 15 or 20 minute window where she could talk to me. And we had such a great conversation. She is the sweetest. Literally before we started rolling, after we rolling, she is the sweetest person ever. And I stand for her and I want her on Love Island Games, okay? And if she's not on there, we riot, bitch! We riot at dawn! But that's another story. We'll find out that in November, okay? Y'all, here's Destiny! Okay, Destiny, I just got to tell you, me and my friend group were the presidents of the Destiny Deserves fan club this season. So we're I'm happy to have you here. How are you doing? Thank you. Well, shout out to the friend group. Tell them I appreciate them. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's jump right into it because I'm excited to have you here. Uh, what was life like prior to joining the villa? Because I can safely say I've had a lot of Islanders on here. I've never had a microbiologist. So what was life like before this? Honestly, life was always pretty eventful. I will say that because I work hard, but I play equally as hard. That's what I love to say, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm in the lab 24-7, you know, from head to toe, PPE. However, when I take my trips, I take them. Like, I fully divulge. I have fun. I'm adventurous. So, honestly, my life was always pretty balanced, you know, if I'm going to be honest. Well, actually, no. Let me take that back. I worked a lot more. 
but <laughs> you know, but when I finally get to vacation, I make sure it was the furthest place on earth or like the most exotic or most adventurous. Nah, I know I, I, your Instagram is like a, a good time, like going through and seeing all your vacations. So yes, I believe you. <laughs> you have a time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you a fan of any of the Love Islands before actually like auditioning for the show? Honestly, no. I did watch half of season four. Um, and then I was like, okay, you know what? I can relate to a lot of these women. I can relate to the men, you know. And I will say that based off of that, I thought that the age group would even be older, you know, around my age, if we're going to be completely honest. So it was a no brainer for me initially. But this season did end up being a little different from season four. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, how did you uh, actually wind up on the show? Like, were you one of the ones that, like, you know, they slid into your DMs or did you like do an online like something or how'd it go? No, um, actually, I slid, I applied first, but they pulled my application, I mean, a couple hours later and shot me straight through interviews. I mean, they were like, I had one of the quickest turnaround times. Um, it was really quick for me. You know, I was I did everything in a few weeks span. Wow. OK, Uh, this this was, you know, one of the most eventful Love Island USA's I think that we've had. So let's kind of touch base on some of your uh, like first couplings and then we'll get into like the later half of the season. So let's kind of see what made you originally. And I know it probably feels like it was so long ago, but what made you originally couple up with Marco? Honestly, he had eye contact. Like, that was the main driver, the eye contact for me. Okay. That seems to be a big thing on Love Island. Y'all love the eye contact. For sure. Now, after you both, like, recoupled, like, eventually he got with uh, Hannah. And I think after that, you were with Harrison. So after that, were y'all able to, like, maintain any kind of friendship in the villa? Or was it kind of like, you're over there, I'm over here? Oh, yeah. We over here, over there, for sure. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay, I figured. I'm just wondering. <laughs> um, let's kind of briefly touch on your couplings with like Jonah and Harrison. Well, how did you feel about Harrison once Emily came into the villa? Like, do you think he handled that situation like as respectfully as he could? Or do you think it was, you know, some people who said game plan for some of the cast members, like things like that? How did you feel about that situation? Honestly, I feel that honestly, that's the most support I'd ever felt from other islanders because they were calling it out more than I was like they were like that was completely unacceptable that was fake it was inauthentic like he was literally when she first came in he said that he was 100% in and comfortable with you but somewhere in between there it just switched and the other islanders really did not appreciate that if I'm being honest okay because as we see I was quiet because you know I was thinking at that point okay did you think you guys um at any point, like later on in the season, did y'all end up having like any kind of friendship or was it just like, that's over with, let me focus on my journey in this villa? Yeah, honestly, well, there wasn't really a later on because he did get eliminated like at the next one. Mm -hmm. So it didn't last very long, if I'm being honest. Gotcha. Uh, your coupling with Jonah kind of got off like your friendship with Imani to a rocky start. How would you categorize your friendship with uh, Imani now? Because it seems like she was upset about you and Kyle, but then she made it clear that like she wasn't into Kyle. So that was a little confusing for the viewers. How do you feel like your friendship is with her currently? What I will say is that me and Imani 
did have a dis I spoke with her when Kyle first showed interest in me because Kyle did pursue me for a couple of days. You know, it wasn't just an onset thing, but I wanted to make sure I spoke with her first. So that's, you know, as much as I feel like, I know you have to cut this part out, but that's as much as I feel like talking about that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yes, there was a conversation had for sure on my end. That I I was fully, you know, open and transparent with her about Kyle being interested in me. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Casa Moore. Was there anyone other than Zay that you were like, you know, talking to, entertaining, that you even thought about maybe bringing back to the house? Or was it Zay from kind of day one? Oh, no, absolutely. I honestly had a great connection as well with Eddie. And, you know, we we just did not have the time. If you break down, oh, why did you choose Zay? Why did you choose Eddie? And I believe Eddie would attest to this as well. The time just was not on our side. That's how it is with Casa Moore. I get it. My gosh. It's especially, I think this is the, one of the first seasons where the women went off to the, you know, the Casa instead of saying at the villa. So for us, it was a much more intimate and condensed space than our regular villa, you know? So trying to network and get around to everyone or trying to meet one another was hard. You know, we didn't have, we just did not have that time. Well, after uh, Casa, you know, obviously you, you decided to bring Zay back. You picked him. Did you feel like Zay was maybe different in Casa more than he was in the villa? Like, it kind of seemed like there was a disconnect somewhere, uh, like almost not immediately, but somewhere pretty quickly after you guys came back to the villa. Absolutely. I definitely felt that something just changed. And the only thing I could think about was the fact that Mike was then put in the picture. And I think that when I said it to Zay, you know, when maybe even he watched us, because, you know, they are allowed to watch us up until getting into the villa, maybe he didn't put as much. He thought that the situation, he would be able to handle it differently than when, how he actually could when we got there. That's the only thing I could think of, uh, you know, when of what might have changed, because otherwise nothing else nothing else happened you know to where there should have been the disconnect you know we fully had every conversation and you know we had non-negotiables and agreements before leaving Tasa. so when we got there and then we're all merged back into this melting pot all of a sudden something changed and i do think that once again it was just him seeing me and mike because honestly me and mike were only able to talk once but that one conversation, I guess, did not sit well, would say. Well, then, kind of speaking of Mike, uh, we had movie night. You <laughs> and Mike kind of had some words with each other, kind of seemed like he was a little amped up at movie night. So how did you kind of, you handled it very well, first of all, but how did you, you know, take him in that situation kind of you know some people thought maybe he was putting on a little bit for the cameras others thought that he was trying to like justify like what he was doing with uh hannah oh how did you read that entire situation honestly i did i didn't it was honestly that was one time that i had not took some time to think because i just didn't expect to see it so in that moment i just felt you know and for me, it was a surprise because though we were only able to talk once, it was a very long conversation, you know, and I understand the whole, oh, that's our personal business. No one owes you anything. That's our private, you know, that was his stance. But on mine, 
this is national television. What's private here? You know, if it was so private, it wouldn't have been displayed on the screen in front of everyone to see, you know? So if there's a woman you're still interested in, she deserves to know what she's feeding herself into, period. Um, The family video messages that happened like towards, you know, the end of the season, there were some nice ones. There were some not so nice ones, you know, all that for the entire cast. How did you, or what did you feel in that moment hearing the messages from uh, Kyle's family? It wasn't necessarily nasty, but it was, you know, kind of probably not what you wanted to hear, but how did you uh, receive what they said? Honestly, I did have it on my side that I was there since day one. And so I've seen a lot of things happen in the villa. But with that, my initial thought was, I don't think they are fully aware or up to date on the fact that we have recoupled because the recouple, the recoupling, I want to say it only happened maybe a couple days prior. So that was my first initial thought. And my second thought was, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't raised, you know, like that to ever disrespect an elder. That's a non-negotiable, you know, like that's just not what I've taught, what I've been taught. That's not what, you know, I was raised on. So that never crossed my mind is disrespecting anyone, you know, like I said, an elder to me, but also someone's mother. Like that's not, that's, no, my family would have gotten on me for that <laughs> at that point. Like no matter what said, you know, because traditionally speaking, my family comes from, you know, those days where someone else's elder in the family could correct you, you know, if your parents weren't around, you know, like they would be like, okay, your mother's not here or so and so, but you know better than that, you know? So we kind of come from that type of culture. So I would have never, ever disrespected, you know, disrespected her. And honestly, I felt more for him because he took it a lot heavier than even I did. And I was like, Hi, my friends, my family, anyone who knows me personally would never say that. So I have no doubt that if I get to meet them, hopefully I do, it'll change. Like, it'll be okay. It's okay. No one knows what we're going through inside of here. And you honestly can't relate unless you've been through it. So it's okay, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like he handled that situation pretty well, too. And y'all moved past that, like, kind of little speed bump really oh, easily. Really easy. Yeah, it was like, like okay. Uh, is there anything, I know, I don't even know if you've had time to watch back any of the episodes, but is there anything in particular that you would want addressed at the reunion? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I think that I would have the most to address at the reunion, you know? And with that being said, I, all of it, you know, anything that supporters or viewers need clarified, you know, unfortunately they do get the shorter end of the stick, only being able to sing. 45 minute edits of us being recorded 24 seven. And that's a very large disadvantage. So my only ask is that at the reunion, make it raw, make it uncut, make it unfiltered, you know, let's, let's lay it all out. So viewers can actually understand and digest what, what happened this season? Because as you said, it was one of the most eventful yet, you know, so there's nothing specifically I would like clarified, but I am willing to clarify whatever needs to be. As we know, I'm an open book. You know, I'll talk about it. <laughs> Love that. I'm I'm so happy that uh, I got a chance to kind of talk with you. And I hope that we get to see you on Love Island Games, which we've never done before. So I'm hoping we get to see you on that later on. <laughs> I keep saying that. I'm so surprised. 
like you guys really want me on here but you know what we coming with it if my if if my support group ask your friend group okay put me in the group chat and and we're gonna take a vote all right and if yes. I just need my supporters to keep backing me when we go on there because we want all the smoke okay you know destiny <laughs> destiny on there <laughs> yes absolutely destiny thank you so much for taking the time and I hope you have an amazing rest of the week you as well thank you so much for having me okay <laughs> absolutely thank you Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.